Matthew 9, 37 to 38. 37 to 38. Jesus Matthew 9, 37. Let me read from 35. Jesus went through all the towns and the villages teaching in their synagogues. Preaching what? The gospel or the good news. Preaching the what? The gospel of what? Of the kingdom. The kingdom has a good news for the people. And healing what? Every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he did what? When he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest Truly is what? Plentiful. But the laborers are what? Are few. The harvest is what? And what? Any time you see the world that want to do their own thing apart from God, it means that the harvest is what? Plenty. If everyone believes in a city, the harvest has been harvested. But when you see people doubting, people fighting God, it means that what? The harvest is what? And it, the harvest is plentiful. But what? The laborers are few. The laborers are what? Few. What is the solution for this few? How do we do to get this, this few? Can this few laborers harvest this plenty uh, 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 harvest? No. So what do we do? Therefore, because the harvest is plenty, and it's not, and the laborers are few, and because the laborers are few, they cannot harvest everything. We need to pray the Lord of the harvest. I look at how he called him. They call him what? The Lord of what? 
the harvest to send out what? Laborers into his harvest. Paul put it, how can they preach unless they are sent? So, my prayer today will pray briefly so that God will send you. If God send you, all the boldness is there to preach it. If God does not send you, you go without with fear and intimidation. You are, you are intimidated. So we pray that God will send you. He shall send you to a particular people. The field is wide. There are some people, the harvest that it is you who can harvest it. You are closer to it. You have what it takes to harvest that thing. There are different in Ghana, there are different crops, but there are different implements you use to harvest them. Some, it is the, uh, the hoe. Some, it cutlass. Some, it sickle. Some, you have to do, you use all other means. So, some of you are holding a hoe. So, there is yam somewhere. There's cassava somewhere. And that cassava needs to be harvested. Some of you are holding cutlass or what we used to harvest at a, 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 a rice. So, it is you. The rice is there. The rice farm is there. Take your implement. You are able to do it. You have what it takes to do it. It's not far away from you. It's just around you. Don't go too far. Just look around you. The harvest is ready for everyone. We are going to pray. Say, pray that the God, the Lord of the harvest, the Lord, the master of the harvest, will send out laborers into his field. We are praying that God will send you. Don't send someone say, let's pray for God, people to send somebody. You are looking for somebody to go. Look at yourself. Say, God, send me. Say, God, send me. Say, God, send me. How many of you will hearken to the voice of God when you say go? That is all what it's all about. I want us to pray briefly. First, pray for you to be sent. Or as we will talk, 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 you won't do anything. But I pray that you will have no peace, that you will be compassion. You will see the field the way Christ sees the field. You see the need the way God sees the need. And may you gather boldness. It has been made very simple. Very simple. Just the little word you know about Christ. It is all around Jesus that is born. And you believe that Jesus came to this world, isn't it? You believe that he died, isn't it? You believe that he resurrected, isn't it? So this is what you know. And that is what you are going to tell the people. That he is there to wash their sins. And everybody is struggling. Let me tell you, this message is very important. Some of you people will castigate you when you tell it. Don't feel shy. I remember one before we prayed. Once, I was, I went, I used to go out to preach. 
getting to examination because that road, that area there. And I saw a man with some nice car enter the, the place. And I felt in my heart that this man can sit in this car but sit in hell. So I decided to run to the person. When he got down, I introduced myself. I said, do you know that Jesus came to this well for you? He died for you. He resurrected for you to forgive you your sin. So if you die, have you considered where you'll be going? The man became mad and angry at me. He said, if you don't walk out quickly, I will release my, my dog on you. He wasn't joking. He went to his place and opened some dog. And as I didn't remain as a spiritual man. I have to quickly because dogs can reason. <laughs> I didn't stand to bind it. I went out quickly from the gate. After I got up, I got, I got, I was disappointed. Didn't you speak to me to go and preach to this man? Look at how you treated me. I never got an answer from God. Until years later, solution center at Bading Power. You know, when somebody does you, you know, we remember people who do as evil than people who do as good. That man picture remained in my mind. As I finished that day, I made an other car. This guy rushed forward. And the moment I was praying for that, I saw the face. I said, ah, this is the man who almost, <laughs> who almost ended my life with a wild dog. When we finished, strangely, he came to me. He said, please, I want, to, I, want, I want to know about Christ more. I said, wow. In talking to him, I told him, do you know me? He said, no, I don't know you. I've met, never met you. I wish you are my pastor. I want to be. I want you to help me. I said, wow. And I said, I came to you. Do you remember somebody came to your house one day? And you were driving from into your house. And he was trying to preach to you. He thought I was giving a word of knowledge. He didn't know that I was the one. He said, yes. The guy, after he left, I never had my peace. He said, the next week, I heard a friend was dead. And I started, the thing started questioning me. If you die, where will you be going? And I can't find the person to ask him uh, uh, the question he asked me to give me an answer. I said, I was the one. So you can sow a seed today it might not germinate immediately. No matter what happened, don't be disappointed. Your duty is to scatter the seed. And God's duty is to make it grow. So as you go out, go out with zeal, whether they accept your message or they don't accept it, you just preach it to them. You just tell them exactly, simple as it is, it will work. How many have seen a gun, uh, 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 a gun before. It looks very simple, isn't it? You put the bullet in the, the, the pallet inside. Very simple, isn't it? But you just need to press the trigger. But 
You don't need to chase the, take the bullet and go and kill the person. Just it, if they point it on you, and they just press the tense, the gospel, it has the power. One has power to kill, and one has power to give life. Just give the gospel, it's like just moving the trigger. The thing will work by itself. So, I hope you are blessed. I want to encourage each and every one to tell somebody. I want you to have somebody, when you go to heaven, you will turn and see somebody. They say, ah, the person say, if not because of you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been here. You were the one who told me the message and I believed it and now I am here. Please, this is the most serious job of the church. It is what we are employed by heaven to do. There is a reward for doing that. And maybe one day I'll let you tell them the reward. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I want us to take even our offering is part of it. Take your offering. But we'll pray. I said we're going to pray. Can you give me five minutes to pray? Let's rise up. I want us to pray seriously for God to send you. Don't look at prophet. To send me. I want us to pray. Ask to put the burden in your heart, the burden in your spirit, the burden. He should not give the Holy Spirit to stir you up. The Holy Spirit should enable you. The Holy Spirit should take you and turn you into a bold person. I want you to pray. Let us then pray. Our gracious Father, we lift our life before you and our heart before you. We first thank you for making us your co-laborers. Co-laborers mean working with us to win and to bring people, your children, and to get them saved. Oh, Lord, I pray that, Lord, now send me, send me the voice that is still saying, who shall I send? Who will I send? He still want an answer from many of us. That Lord sent me. Send us to the market. Send us to our offices. Send us to our home. Send us to our villages. Send us to places that Lord people will not dare to go. Send us to people people have rejected. Send us to the poor. Send us to the rich. Send us. Oh Lord, send your people. Bring that burden upon our heart and stir our spirit up. Oh Lord, Holy Spirit, this is why you came. That Lord, you will reveal Christ to the world. One, the reason why you came, that you take what belongs to Jesus and show it to the world. Holy Spirit, now fall upon us as we speak. Unveil Christ. 
let them see the Christ who was born, crucified, resurrected. Oh Lord, and Lord, give them no peace until they cry. That what shall we do to be saved? Oh Lord, Spirit of God, send us. Spirit of God, send us. Lord, send us. Send us. Send us. Send us. Send us into the world. Send us into the world. Send us into the world. And let your spirit brood over our life. Lord, as you send your people, let signs and wonders follow them. Because Lord, as they went, they will only preach the gospel. But you go beyond that. And also bring good news to the home where they preach. Oh God, I pray, oh God, that they this one will be encouraged as they move into the society. Lord, whoever they speak to, arrest their heart, arrest their spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Finally, I'll also pray, finally, for those that you're going to, uh, we're going to pray for those you're going to witness to. Sometimes the Bible says the devil has blinded the eyes. He, he closes their eyes. So whatsoever you are preaching, they don't see anything. You can bring light. They can't see it. So we pray that that veil will be removed. That the moment you open your eyes, you, you open your mouth, they will begin to see Jesus coming out in, in the form of a word that has become personalized to them. I want us to pray that God rebuke every spirit, every power that keeps people and that bind people and that drive people away from Christ. That speaks and whispers to people uh, that Antichrist in their heart and in their mind. I want you to pray that the light, the gospel light, will unveil every darkness from them, that they will see Christ clearly as you speak. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for each and everyone that we're going to speak to. Lord, we pray for them. We rebuke the forces of darkness that want to take them to hell. We rebuke the spirit that holds them, spirit of traditions that keeps them, spirit of customs that keeps them, we break through their mind, spirit of philosophy that keeps them and makes them think, who is this Jesus? Is not true. Lord, we break that power. And now, oh God, release the spirit of God into their heart and their mind. Break every power that keeps them from believing the gospel in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Our Heavenly Father, I pray for your people. I release your unction upon their life. An unction to preach. As they go out to preach there, the Bible says that you went with them. Today I pray, as they go to talk, may you go with them. In person, as they speak, let them know that you are with them. And you are, they, are just, they are just showing you to the people. And Lord, when they do, Lord, reveal yourself to those people. Then they can believe in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We have come.